Okay, welcome to Chunk Chat number two. And uh, this one is going to be a lot of fun uh, for me. I mean, me personally. I, all these are fun for, for me personally. No offense to anyone else we've already done. But uh, Perry Solomon's here, and he is the, am I okay to say owner? Owner and operator, yes. president. Yeah. That's accurate. Yes. Okay. Of Wonder Water Sports Cards, Comics, and Games in Clearwater. Uh, my wife and I just moved up here. Well, it's been within a year. We've moved up here to St. Pete. And uh, we right. made it a point to look up these, you know, where we could get some sports cards, where we could, you know, check out some comics and stuff like that. And your shop was the first one that came up. And yes. uh, I got to tell you, awesome shop. We came in and uh, the atmosphere, everybody that was in there, it's a, obviously your family uh, is in yes. there frequently. And uh, they're all yes. very nice people. And I uh, just want to give you a shout out. Uh, and I wanted to talk to you more. Um, and you were the first person I thought of when just with what's going Great. on in this. Yeah, no problem with what's going on in these sports cards with the internet, obviously with uh, the last dance documentary going on with Michael Jordan, there's a resurgence Huge. in his cards and, uh, mm -hmm. and just basketball in general. Cause that's primarily, that's what I like to collect is basketball cards. And, uh, my that's your favorite. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, and I hadn't done it in a long time. Um, it's probably had been 14 years since I, since I had opened up a pack of basketball cards and, and I, when I was younger, I have, I still have my old cards and, um, my grandmother would take me to a card shop up in, up in Michigan and uh, nice. and we we just open up some cards anyway. I found those, and over Christmas break, this past Christmas break, I was like, we got it. Maybe I might want to try it out. And my the the best and worst part about it is my wife was so supportive about it. That's good. And it's, no, it's it's great. It's great. But with when she's she's probably now more into it than I am. Just opening packs. I I have a lot of customers that make that same uh, comment that their wife steals their packs and they don't yes. open very many when they get home with their box so and, and you know it's not yeah, it's more guys are opening them in the store now just to hide a little bit from their life <laughs> yeah see that's the thing is like i have no problem with her opening them because nine times out of ten she pulls the good stuff like i don't ever really pull the good stuff so. yeah no yeah i hear that a lot it's yeah, it's she's lucky that's what i hear you know yeah <laughs> so i just take it home i let her do the work and then she she pulls all the good stuff and then we we obviously collect it together but with what's going on, you were the first right. person I wanted to talk to. And by the way, I just want to give a shout out. Wonder Water Sports Cards and Comics and Games. If you're in Clearwater, you can find them on Facebook. Uh, just Google search them. Uh, give them a like while you're there. But you guys do awesome stuff over there. And it's, it's I, I've been in other card shops where you just kind of step in and, and it is, you just, like, I, you almost get no attention. And then, yeah, you guys are, you greet us. You ask what you need. It was, it was pretty sweet. So good i wanted good. to reach out we're actually too we're, we're actually going through a huge uh renovation right now yeah um we are adding um adding 2,000 square feet to the uh to the store uh, it's sort of going to be a separate store it's down the end of the plaza um but so we're you know in the middle of this covid thing here we've yeah. been working behind the scenes kind of thing and uh we've we've redone uh three quarters of the main store and then we'll be opening up the uh, end unit uh, like I said, another 2,000 square feet um, sometime in the next two or three weeks. But so okay. there's lots going on. Cool. So there's expansion going on. Obviously, yeah. you planned that well before this pandemic well, thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, uh, you know, this put us behind schedule a little bit. As yeah. you mentioned, it's a family business. Um, mom and dad actually are from Canada. And nice. uh, they, uh, they lost their health insurance uh, down here because of COVID. And they had to leave two months early. So normally they leave, you know, end of May. Yeah. And obviously they left early, early in March there. And so it's, it's cost because they're so helpful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, my mom's the hardest worker in showbiz. So, yeah. um, you know, it, it's cost us a lot of uh, time. So, you know, and we've been obviously forced to be closed during a portion of this. And, 
so anyway, we, we, it's been challenging, but uh, we're, we're well on the way, I think. Yeah, I'm curious. See, I, I, and I follow a lot of uh, other card shops, obviously, out of the country, like or out of the, not out of the country, out of the state. And, uh, yeah. and just seeing how they're handling people buying, you know, hobby boxes or packs and stuff like that is very interesting to see. So what, what are you it doing? Well, we've had we've I have a Facebook uh, chat that um, uh, or a group, whatever you call that, yeah. just just dealers only. And yeah, seeing a lot of the different dealers with putting up uh, their uh, screens, you know, across the front of the the stores and stuff, so that people can't, you know, sneeze on you or whatever. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, no different than at Costco and things like that, and different guys separate, uh, you know, rearranging their stores in different ways and doing different things. So there's a lot of that going on across the country with, uh, you know, especially if you're up north or New York or, or whatever, where it's where it's worse than it is here in Florida. But. Yeah. So you guys are doing like I, I saw that you, you could order stuff, obviously, and then you can just pick it up or you do like curbside. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. We, we, we've been we've done curbside. Most people have just come in like we uh, we installed a doorbell. So if you phone your order in, okay. or called in and said, hey, I want to I want to pick up this out of the other. In some cases, they wanted us to have it ready for them. In some cases, they were like, well, I'm not sure what I need. Can I come in? And we would let people in just basically one person at a time and yeah. get them what they needed and get them out. And then plenty of people that would just, you know, with the phone, they knew exactly what they wanted. And we'd, we'd bring it up to their car all and everywhere in between. So yeah. it's worked out okay. Um, you know, obviously, it, the store's been less busy internally um, for a month now. Yeah. But we've been busy in general so like our online sales are really strong uh uh people are sitting at home with nothing to do yeah and you know the the weird uh, uh boomerang effect of this of covid is that they they're spent sitting at home clicking spending money yeah so it's very it's, odd you know? it's insane <laughs> like the prices from january to now of just yes. you know, a lot of cards that where you could have gotten for five to ten bucks are now up upwards of hundreds, you know, hundreds of dollars, and yep. it is. You would think in this time, obviously people are getting laid off and stuff like that, but even even if you're just working from home now or whatever the case is, I know a lot of my friends work from home, and the bottom line there is that even though they're getting their same paycheck, they're really only working half their shift, like because there's just only so much you can do from home. Yeah, and so people have a lot of free time in their hands, and there's no sports to watch. Oh boy, yeah. So with no sports to watch, uh, no new movies to go see. Like if you're a Spider-Man movie guy or a new Avengers, you want to go see. Yeah, it ain't there for you. So you can only watch so much TV and Netflix or whatever. Uh, and so they're they're ordering sport cards online. They're ordering comic books because um, they're looking for something to do. And I think that's that's just kind of odd. Everybody's broke or out of work, and yeah. Yet, the sports cards uh, entertainment portion of our marketplace has, has grown immensely because somebody wants their baseball player and they can't watch him on TV. Yes, and like and like we said earlier, the Last Dance. Have you been watching that Last Dance documentary? Um, I've watched some of it. I I I I've missed a bunch. Okay, I'm looking forward to watching the whole thing. I want to sit down and be able to watch it, you know, end to end. Yeah, but uh, it has brought so much interest to Jordan Pip and Rodman, like even just. Just like two dollar cards that we've been selling online has been just insane. Yes. So yeah, absolutely. Um, and it seems like every single week there's now there's people making videos in the sports card industry that are like coming up on next week. You know, they're going to talk about Charles Barkley. You want to get in on his cards? Get on some Barkley. Yeah, cards it's like on. it's insane. And yeah. you know what's crazy is, and I've seen like people with massive followings, um, and there's sports writers or you know sports broadcasters that mm -hmm. I follow on Twitter. That are like yep. this is reinvigorating. Yeah, they're going back to their old cards from the nineties, you know, yes. that, that probably weren't valuable, but they're going back and looking at it saying, I want to get back in and I'm and I'm hooked again. And that's what's yes. happening. Well, and 
surprisingly enough, yeah, there's a lot of cards from the late 80s and early 90s that are that have been relatively worthless for for a while. Yeah, you know, and, and uh, just very little interest. Uh, and suddenly, certain sets and certain uh, players have just all of a sudden started. And not, it's not just the the Chicago Bulls, but you know, like you said, if if uh, Barkley is going to be on there, I expect to sell a bunch of yeah. Barclays. And, yeah, you know, but the just whatever exposure to these different players have gotten or whatever the reason is i don't know but certain things from those 80s and 90s that i've had forever forever yeah and suddenly people are buying 10 of the same thing yeah like a 1990 leaf king griffey jr it's a six dollar card we have them up there for 450 you know guy buzzed me says have you really got 10 of these i'm like yep next thing i know my phone goes <laughs> beep, beep, beep. <laughs> he bought all 10 so you know it's it's a strange it's a strange world right now yeah, absolutely. And and like I said, I mean, the basketball world, what was happening before this, obviously, with the uh, Panini Prism and the optic and all that stuff with the, with Zion Williamson and the hype yeah. from that, Zion and John Morant, that yeah. he's getting hype like we haven't seen since LeBron, or at least I haven't seen since LeBron. It's no, insane. No, we haven't. We haven't seen anything, anything like Zion. Uh, and it's, it's nice to have, uh, you know, Morant and, and a few other uh, kids in there in the mix. And then last year with Doncic and... Uh, uh, Trey Young and stuff yeah. like there's there's lots of really good young talent in the NBA right now that people are really excited about and yeah we haven't seen this kind of surge since the you know Dwayne Wade mellow you know uh, LeBron uh, rookie class yeah so, what's yeah. crazy to me is obviously opening these packs I, I, I'm excited to get a Zion Williamson card which is great and I, sure. I do have a lot of hype from him I, I personally think John Morant's gonna have a longer career better career but I it's just it's all speculation at this point with rookies but then the price is that they're those cards are going for yes are more than hall of fame players that are you know have retired rookie cards for hall of fame players it's insane people the, well, the, the market for for quite a while has been you know very geared towards what's new what's hot and so really starting in in 2017 with uh, aaron judge is probably the uh biggest part of that you, you had aaron judge come into the to the marketplace and all of a sudden there was here you had a big you know talented huge kid uh and a yankee you know yeah and suddenly people were buying judge stuff and then it was otani and then it's you know ronald lacuna or whatever you want to pick and then in basketball you had a couple kind of quiet years in a row yeah and certainly interest in Jonas is, is new but Jonas wasn't Jonas in, in his rookie year like nobody cared yeah him. exactly yeah he, he was, was like a mid-round pick and and obviously yeah. he was very raw yeah and, and, and even you know Doncic, you know even like he was the number one guy to get right off the bat but was not fetching anywhere near the kind of money that that three quarter way through the season. All of a sudden, everybody went, "Oh my gosh, this guy's really, really good." Yeah. And and suddenly the prices on him started going up, and that just led right into Zion. And you're right, Morant may be the better uh, player with the longer term uh, uh, career. It's a possibility. Yeah. I, I think I think Jim Morant. Um, I think he um, takes a little too many chances too with his body. Yeah. He's like he's all over the place. And he's he's diving for for balls and, and and going up to the you know to the rim with reckless abandon and yeah. I hate to see you know somebody get hurt <laughs> yeah well Derek but Rose that, that's what that was what he did yeah, oh, yeah. yeah so he needs to watch that tape <laughs> yeah one of the most expensive cards I ever sold was a Derek Rose card and three weeks later he blew out his knee oh, I was like that God. card's coming back for sure yeah <laughs> that's that's five thousand dollar Derek Rose card which yeah. You know, today probably has a you know five hundred dollar value. You know. Yeah, and that's the risk you run, obviously. And that that to me was the knock on. Not, I'm not that there's anything really to knock about Zion. It's just he hadn't played for the majority of the season, and I'm oh, everyone. He's, he's had injury. Yeah, he's had injury and problems. You're, and you're, uh, you know, 
they're saying now that he like he's saying himself that you know i think i'm almost finally healthy which means he hasn't been healthy yeah those first 30 games that he played and how impressive he looked yeah when he uh, came out suddenly yeah. When he came oh, out no. and started playing, he shut me up, man. I was like, not that I didn't think he was good at basketball, but I did not think no. he would come out and, and do what he had been doing. And Obviously, those, yeah, exactly. it was it was yeah. awesome to watch. So and, and, and if he says that he's only now maybe getting close to healthy, imagine what he'll be like, you know, yeah. if, they're, if they're playing in July, you know, sort of thing. But so, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, how do you feel about that? I mean, obviously, rookie cards are, are the get, you know, whenever, especially when there's somebody as hyped as Zion. Do you, at this point in time, obviously, it's almost impossible to find a hobby box of basketball cards or even even retail. When it hits the shelves, there's people yeah. waiting for the people stocking the shelves. It's 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 crazy out there. So is the well, pivot it, it to is, just do singles or, or look basically just grow your PC? Because that's what I've been doing. My personal collection, I've just kind right. of been it, pivoting it, to that. It, it is difficult because the wax really outpaces value uh, very, very quickly. You mentioned Prism as being a good example. Um we we got in on Thursday. We got in a, a, a ten box half case of of Prism retail. Yeah, and they're still you know almost four hundred dollars uh, our member price. Um, and I I, look, I was funny because somebody said something about that Target had them, and I went online and Target was like four eighty nine for the same thing. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like going, geez, what what does Target have this product for? How, I don't even know where they got it. Yeah, but at that price point, like I could I could get Target gets it at. 149 which is what it should sell for but yeah look, they got it at 489 I mean, well i think it's, very it's crazy. yeah they're allowing well that in walmart when you search it, it now secondary they allow yeah, secondhand secondary sales yeah. yeah almost like ebay or amazon will allow you to set up an account on amazon and sell on amazon gotcha. they allow you right? to do that yeah same same yeah i mean we have an amazon store and an ebay store obviously yeah um but uh i just found it odd that they would have wax and they had quantities and everything else but at it you know huge, huge yeah market prices. it's unbelievable um, and, yeah and and so to take a four hundred dollar box of cards, we will have uh, Prism Hobby in um, sometime late next week. Okay. And it's going to be thirteen hundred dollars a box. That's insane. I mean, yeah, I mean it is what it is. That's just the market. Yeah. Obviously, the That's way it just is. The market. Right? Yeah. But and so to take a thirteen hundred dollar box and 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 actually open it <laughs> is suicidal. Yeah. I mean, you really, uh, you know, if if uh, you know Russian roulette is your thing, then yeah. Uh, Step up, no problem. That's the thing, but, yeah. You know, and, and there obviously are cards that you can get in there that are worth thousands of dollars. Yeah. Um, but you can break down that box and end up with fifty bucks worth of singles. I mean, plain yeah. and simple. That's that's the that, scariest that, part that about it. And and I guess to that point is is that's have you are you familiar with breaks and stuff like that? People yeah. are doing oh, breaks yeah. online, yeah. all we, that stuff. We did it for years online. We did we we were doing it with Collector Revolution uh 2014, 15, 16. We did it for yeah. about three years. We gave it up um, just as 2017 was getting rolling. Yeah, we we gave it up basically four months, you know, too early. We <laughs> kept going with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because the market just exploded at that point. Because it, it's it's a lot of work. Uh, kudos to the guys that do it. it you know, organizing it and, and you know the, the breaking of it online, doing the actual filming. Yeah, that's easy and fun. Oh yeah, it's all the, the after stuff, figuring out who's getting you know what team and 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 mailing them out properly. Like that that was a headache because we would we did we break usually about three nights a week. And we would do anywhere from 10 to 12 different, you know, breaks a night. And so we uh, we only shipped one day. So Mondays, we would start to sort this stuff. What a nightmare. It was yeah. a lot of work. Yeah. It really was. And we, we would have stacks of cards all over the counters. With, with, we'd have people's uh, name cards on top of their stack because people would get into multiple breaks. Yeah. So they'd have, you know, breaks from Prism and breaks from Donner's Studio and, and whatever. And, and so we'd have all their stuff to ship to them all at once. And boy, it, it was a lot of work. 
Yeah, no, I imagine so. But I, I admittedly, I do like watching them though. It's just like it's I, fun. Yeah. It's especially no, with the way the prices are right now. I'd much rather watch somebody else open the pack and then just buy the card I want later. You know, that yes. out of the pack later. But well, and and that's why the the you know group breaking. Like we do group breaks in store and stuff too. Uh, we did that for years and we kind of gave it up for a little while. And now we're getting back into it. And the, the in-store uh, the group breaks that we do on like Saturdays is really fun. And, you know, yeah, you can get into a box of Prism, you know, for yeah. 40, 50 bucks instead of, you know, you don't have a thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Whatever. So, but you can get your little piece of it, you know, for your small amount of money. So that's the, that's the big draw. Now, yeah, you can uh, put down your 50 bucks and get nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but you can do that anywhere anyway, right? So yeah. uh, it, it's definitely a thing. Yeah, I've, I think I've probably done maybe three. And <laughs> and nothing, nothing, nothing high dollar or anything like that. We're just talking like yeah. regular. Like the Mosaic one came out. I couldn't find it. Somebody had like three mega boxes of Mosaic, that the right. new, newest thing that they have. And uh, I did wind up getting a John Morant rookie card out of it, which is pretty well, cool. Great. So, yeah, I was yeah. like, all right, this worked out. But I know... And I've seen it where I, I'm just trying to imagine what I'm just, I, I'll watch a break or a replay of a break and I'll be like, let's pretend yeah. I'm this guy. And then yeah, just and realize got, that yeah, the, I end up with the Hawks. And yeah. I got, yeah. There, there was no, there was no Trey Young in there. No. So I got nothing. Yeah. It's definitely right. tough out there and it is fun to watch. I, and I'm watching a lot of people open up stuff and that's kind of what got me more into it as well. There's people out there that they, they just, they go out of their way and pay the price to, to yeah. get a box to get just to team. open it. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's well, and, you know that's something that like uh, in the store when when customers come in and they're uh and, and they get a box and they're, they want to open their their box in the store which happens quite a bit there's always other guys that want to they come in and they, they oh yeah it's a... and like, can, can i watch kind of thing and and and, and so that you end up talking before you know it you get two or three four guys that are all open a box of cards and showing everybody what they what they got yeah and it's fun like because it's it's interesting it's a way to uh share your sports love to share what you've collected you know yeah. what you got um, and um, there's there's an excitement level to seeing oh wow you just got a cool Zion card or whatever the case is so. yeah so when you, when that happens in your in your store someone buys a hobby box or something like that and maybe they get a player that you like or, may, or you're interested in that maybe they're not so much are you scooping those up or oh, we we buy some trade all the time okay I, mean, I don't I I myself don't buy a lot of new guys yeah there's always one or two new guys in, in most draft classes that we will you know say hey yeah we're interested in that right away. Um, Zion, obviously, yeah. obviously, being one. Yeah. Every every time I get a Zion card, um, I added like uh, six or seven. You know, they weren't expensive Zions. They were like eight, ten, twelve dollar ones. Yeah. Uh, a couple. It was a thirty dollar Donruss, a fifteen dollar Hoops, a couple eight dollar Contenders inserts. Um, the other, what was it? Saturday, and they've all sold already. Yeah. You know, so it's it's an easy, you know, a quick flip. But like last year's football, there was nobody that I was buying. Like I, I wasn't necessarily very high on uh, the Arizona Cardinals kid, uh, and he was the you know best guy out of there. Yeah, I don't like the, I don't like the Giants, so I wasn't buying Jones. Yeah, Daniel so, Jones. You know, yeah, right. So I just didn't. I, I you know I was bitter when Jones came back and beat the Bucks there. So maybe that was part of it. But yeah. Um. But so I I wasn't really buying any of the new rookies. You know I I tell people all the time, look, I'd rather buy your your Ben Roethlisberger rookie or your Aaron Rodgers rookie. Yeah. Uh, an established player than somebody that's new. There's always exceptions to that. We certainly were buying Judge as fast as we could, you know, when he was a rookie and things like that. So. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and that's the thing is like I, I would I understand what's going on with the Zion thing. It's just it's just people they want to buy stuff. They he's got a lot of hype. I I don't want to make that. I don't want to go out of my way and spend the money on one single card and make the risk. If I find it 
if I find it for a decent price retail, I'll bust a couple packs, but I won't sure. I won't pay the the resale price to bust open packs to try to try to hunt Zion right now. Well, and and that's where you have to decide where you're you're collecting for your fun, where you're yeah. collecting for your investment, um, and what your budget is, and and things like that. Because believe me, I get all kinds of times where people they get excited about uh, about their their sport or whatever, and they're in every week, and they're buying, they're buying, they're buying, they're buying, and then two three months into into it, uh, they come in and they say, Perry, <laughs> I I got to sell my car broke down, and my, yeah. my wife's doing the hassle, my this my that. Like there's something, you know, I lost my job, whatever. And I realized that I just spent, you know, thousand dollars, three thousand dollars, whatever yeah. their, their budget was for the last couple of months. And they go, Oh, you know, yeah. So, so you should always try to, you know, temper your collecting and your excitement, uh, you know, with, with a little bit of common sense there. Yeah. There was a, there was a scary moment in the beginning of this year where I was like, I was hunting for retail product like i mean just sure. we go to the store and we and i'd be like hey let me check this collection and the fact that my you know my wife i love her to death but if she's not the one who says maybe we shouldn't i have to do it to myself and it it hurts <laughs> and i'm like you know what i mean you have to kind of set a limit and then realize yes. what's going on be, be careful. because realize that you know if, if you if you break down a, a case like if you watch case rips you know you'll watch them and you'll see and it's almost always this way, you know, one box is, is like a home run. It's like, oh my gosh, yeah. great stuff you got out of this one box. And then there'll be two or three boxes in the case that are really good boxes. You're like, well, yep, you can make money at that. And, and then it starts to break down after that. And the reality is, is that 50 to 70% of what's in that case are loser boxes. I yeah. mean, you know, you get a couple of no-name autographs, the guys you never heard of, you know, you get some nice low serial number cards of something, but they're, you know, but they're backbench players or whatever yeah and so there's just not a lot of value there but each each of those boxes was 100 bucks like so you know one of them's worth a thousand yeah you know two or three of them are worth two or three hundred two or three are maybe break even and the other five or six are well yeah you're probably losing out yeah right so it's gambling no one should ever try to explain to you that it's anything but you know so you should collect because you're you like it because it's your it's your sport or whatever. Yeah, uh, you collect the players you want, but always realize that you're not hitting a home run with every box. Coming yeah, out. plain and simple. Absolutely. Uh, the Last yeah. Dance. I want to I want to touch on that one more time. The la- The Last Dance yeah. documentary, and I've been I've been watching it every week. My wife and I have been watching it. It's good for me. I'm 29 years old right now. I when Jordan was at his peak, obviously I was only like five years old, like five or six years old, and mm-hmm. this is cool to see. I, I didn't. I, obviously, I've seen a lot of you know mixtapes and highlights and stuff like that, and I've watched full games from back in the day too. But to see this side of it, that a lot of oh, people, yeah. even when they were watching it, didn't see you know oh, some no. of the things yeah. that that was going There's on. All kinds of great stuff that like you're like, wow, really? I didn't know that. It's <laughs> been really good, obviously, to see that and the spike in obviously Michael Jordan rookie cards have always been humongous, and what's happened <laughs> to that now is un- unbelievable. Like. Have you have you ever come across a Michael Jordan rookie card or what's your? Oh, we we see them. I say every week would be wrong, but but almost every week. But because we do we do a lot of grading for customers and things, and, and they bring, oh yeah, yeah. I've got one. I've got one in at Beckett right now that uh, uh, is should come back a, a very nice grade. It's at least an eight and a half, maybe a nine. Nice. We just had a customer uh, regrade one uh, that was ends ends up being a seven uh, in in the last batch. He was super excited. Uh, so yeah, we see Jordan rookies all the time. And the more you see them in in better shape, the more skeptical you get on how yeah. that they're fake. Yeah. So we've had at least 
half a dozen in the last year come through that were fake. Um, so be careful if you're buying Jordan yeah. Rookie if it's not already graded. Yeah. Uh, but even then, uh, we did have, find one uh, that was PSA graded, allegedly. Yeah. That we believe was we believe was counterfeit as well. Okay. Um, and I, I think that the PSA, the entire capsule was counterfeited. I'm, I'm not sure and everything else, but yeah. But well, we, yeah. We believe it so it is difficult out there, especially for the amount of money that they're asking for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the acceleration of the price has been ridiculous. Yeah, which is which uh, we'll talk about that for a second. I'll hit on PSA. I know that I've seen some articles. Obviously, there's some sort of like now that I think the FBI is investigating something about them. I don't know what. What's... So last year at the national, yeah, there yeah. was a big scandal. It, there, it, there's multi-tiered problems. One was that they were uh, they were knowingly grading cards that were uh, altered. Okay. Uh, and and yet putting them through the grading process. So normally, what what you get when you grade a card is you establish, you know, three main things. One, the card's real. Okay, yeah. this is not a fake. The second thing you establish is it hasn't been messed with. It's not been cut, colored, or trimmed. Um, some of those black border cards, you know, from the late 80s, 87, 85, uh, yeah. go back further into, you know, 70 tops and stuff. Um, the black borders, well, people would, you know, the black borders would always be chippy and people would take, you know, black ink and, <laughs> and Mark would try to, you know, try to fill in the black. Yeah. And of course, now that card is now, you know, more or less worthless but but anyway so it's 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 real it's not been messed with it's not been cut colored or trimmed people would trim off the edges try to make that you know edge look cleaner uh try to fix up the corners those types of things and then the third thing obviously is what grade is the card on a scale of 10 you know where where does that card sit it's a five a six it's a three it's a ten yeah you know and so obviously based on the condition of the card that's where you get your difference in price you know, a Jordan six will sell for one price and a Jordan nine sells for significantly more. Yeah. Right. So, so those are the three things that you're establishing with grading. And so, but what was happening was they were, they were knowingly or allegedly, that's what the FBI investigation is, is that they had graded a bunch of cards that they knew were trimmed, but they didn't tell them that okay. normally it would come out in a, in a capsule that says authentic altered. Okay. Right? That's what the card would be listed, would be labeled as these cards went through and, and they were trimmed. Okay. So that was part of it. And then the second part of it was that along with the company called PWCC, who, uh, who does a lot of the online auctions, that they were uh, allegedly, once again, this is all being investigated, yeah. that they were uh, bidding up the cards with shill bidders. If you know what a shill yeah. bidding is on eBay, it happens all the time. Um, so people you know, artificially elevating the value that that card is going to sell for and pushing the price up so that somebody ends up really overpaying for something. So this was all the allegations. Uh, and, and it came out at the national last year and where that investigation is at completely right now. I don't know. But, yeah. Uh, but no, it's I, a problem. And, and each company's had their own little scandals. Beckett's had their problems here over the years. Uh, nothing to that degree, I don't think, but yeah. Uh, but so, you know, who do you trust and what, what is the, the value of that grade and things like that? Well, you're putting your trust in a company to say, Hey, that's what this is, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like I when I, I I have a few cards that I want to get graded as well, and I have a few cards that I've bought that are graded, and I've always preferred Beckett myself. I mean, I just I just like yeah. I like seeing the the subgrades. I like having that in mm -hmm. that case, you know, more so than the PSA. Well, each company has their advantages, and yeah. depending on what cards you're grading, um, there is we we do both. Okay, we we do offer services for PSA yeah. and for Beckett. Okay, and uh, the SGC is out there too. They're also a very good company. Um, you know, you'll, if you look up SGC grades, you know, they, they're, they're, they're a quality company as well. Uh, they actually are the, the CGC is the comic grading end of, of their business. Yeah. And they're probably the most respected comic grading company out there. You know, there's a couple, two or three. Anyway, um, 
So Becky cards, I like their capsule is superior in every way to PSAs. Yeah. Um, it's optical grade Lexan, much stronger material, you know, much better UV protection. Um, you know, it's just, it's just better all around. Uh, I like the subgrades. That's a big deal to me. Uh, and you know, it, it just, it's just a, a firmer, uh, more solid item as a collectible. Yeah. Uh, PSA on the other hand has been doing it longer and, and their, their, uh, niche kind of thing is, is vintage cards, but also key, uh, key cards, certain cards will sell for more in a PSA capsule. They just will. Yeah. And that's um, what I've seen comparing prices with just cards that I've been interested in, obviously a PSA 10 or maybe even so a PSA nine compared to a, a you know, BGS nine or nine, five. Nine, they sure. just always the PSA is always there can more. be there, there can be differences and then yet Beckett also has their pristine 10 grade yeah which, which, so yeah. to use a quick example I just had a customer uh, buy a uh, 89 Griffin Jr. Upper Deck rookie which most people are familiar with you know, it's one of the more famous modern cards from people that got in in those late 80s yeah and uh, so a, a PSA uh, ten, um, a PSA 9 he paid uh, I'm sorry PSA 10 he paid 535 I think for it it sells for you know around six hundred dollars normally, uh, and then but a Beckett um, uh, uh, nine five will only sell for about three fifty. Yeah, you know so it's worth significantly more. But there's also a Beckett pristine ten grade. And the last pristine ten grade Griffey I think sold for two thousand something. Yeah. So you know, but there's it's really hard to get a Beckett pristine grade as well. And they they have, they have gold label pristine, then they have black label pristine. Yeah, black label is pretty much the perfect. Some, yeah. Uh, that's a perfect 10, yeah. four 10 subgrades across. Yeah, exactly. Um, I had a customer send in two uh, fairly major cards, an Ichiro uh, autograph number to 25 and a Cheater autograph number to 10. Wow. He, got a, he got a 10 gold uh, on the Ichiro and a 10 uh, black wow. on the Cheater. That's I mean, amazing. those two cards, I mean, that's, that's, that's a new house. Yeah, that's insane. Cards, wow. You know? Yeah. Um, see, and it, so it... it there is there's upside for both companies as well. yeah absolutely uh, depending on what you're grading and if you have a 52 mickey mantle i would tell you to grade it with psa the last one i had we did but it's going to cost you a lot more to grade that card yeah um psa charges a sliding scale based on value uh so it costs you you know 500 or a thousand dollars depending on how nice the 52 mickey mantle is it costs you a thousand dollars to grade that card that could be still twenty five dollars. Yeah, so, that's yeah. One can't, flat beat, rate. So, can't beat that. Yeah, so, some uh, my understanding with PSA is that are they everything I've read about them as far as like are they in like a million card backlog? I keep seeing that everywhere. Like they're as far as grading, they're both, obviously with the shutdown. Both but. companies, both companies are very far behind. Yes, um, yeah. They certainly COVID hasn't helped because no, no, both of them were closed for three or four weeks, right? So yeah. they couldn't do anything. Um, but so if you want to go with the cheap service with, with Beckett or with PSA, I think Beckett has phased out their cheap service. I don't think they offer it anymore, but uh, it was called an unlimited time frame. And yeah, you know, if you thought you were getting your cards back in a month, you were getting them in three or four months. If you thought, yeah. you know, if you were paying for the three or four month time frame, you were getting them in six or eight months. Um, I have a friend who had, who got one of the last submissions into Beckett uh, for um uh, you know the non-guaranteed time frame. Yeah, he's been waiting over a year for his card. He still has, he has hasn't gotten him back. Wow. It's been it was last December that he handed them in. He's he's got so I'm not. He, he does a lot of cards. And yeah. He's uh, you know so he has he has cowboy season tickets, but he lives in Tampa. So just let you know. Okay. The difference. In, okay. The difference in, you know you're my income. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he drove you know to Dallas to go to see the football game and brought his you know, 500 or so cards with him. And he was like, nah, I just want the cheapest service. I don't care when I get them back. It's fine. 
what he didn't realize, of mm. course, that what that meant. And, and, you know, he still doesn't have the cards back. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I feel like he probably would have paid a little more months. if he'd known he, he yeah, wasn't going to get him well, back. His, he ended up going back last, you know, this December to, to hope to get them back. And they were like, no, they're, they're not going to be ready yet. And so he gave them another you know, hunk of cards and said, yeah, I'll pay the upgrade service. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Give, give me the $25 service. Instead. Yeah, can I so, give you some yeah. money and like you go find those cards and maybe expedite them a little bit? Yeah. yeah. See, at that and point, I would be yeah. I would be scared that they don't, they just got them in some corner of the, the warehouse or something, you know? It's like, I, I'd be curious well, to see how they organize what's it. Happening. They're, just in, they're just in their cage, just waiting, you know, waiting in line. And the line keeps getting bigger with because if you're paying for two-day service, guess what? You go to the head of the line. Yeah. So people keep, you know, button in front of you essentially. So that's and, that's crazy. Yeah. So what I had yeah, but always they're both, they're both way backed up. That's the problem. Yeah. So I've been looking at like I'd always thought, and this was years ago, even obviously when I first started back in 05, I was just a kid, but I was like, man, it would be nice to have a LeBron James rookie card. You know, for years I'd always been saying that. Uh Topps Chrome specifically. I'm Topps Chrome is probably my favorite cards of all time. Just I'm a big mm -hmm. fan of Topps Chrome. And yep. It was when we first started getting back into it, like at the end of December, I was, I looked at it. I was like, I'm on eBay and I'm, I'm just scrolling through and I'm like, it, it's a lot of money. I know. And I, I hadn't, I didn't pull the trigger, but I always talked to my wife. I'd be like, you know, this is pretty sweet. And I, I feel like these cards are going to go up in value. I'm just saying, I don't think we're going to lose this money. Just, I know it's a lot of money no. on paper, but if we dove yes. in on this, you wouldn't it's lose a money. Lot of money, period. Yeah. It's always going to be a lot of money. And now it's, it's, it's probably tripled since I had looked at it. Uh, just I, a few months ago, I have I have a customer, and he uh, a couple of years ago graded his uh, LeBron refractor tops. Oh boy, yeah, us, and he got a gold ten on it. Oh my okay. god! Um, and at the time, it was it was several worth several thousand dollars. Yeah, but I mean today's value. I mean literally, like buy himself a new BMW with that. Like yeah, that's crazy. You know that's... so. Um, and he's like, no, I don't want to sell it. Well, yeah, I mean, you hold it long enough. Yeah, I mean, especially seeing with what's going on with Michael Jordan cards. That's, I think, what's obviously fueling. I mean, LeBron James is LeBron James no matter what. But there's always yes. that debate between him and him and Michael Jordan, who's the greatest yes. of all time. Who knows when it's all said and done with LeBron? It could be close. I, mean, I don't know. It's it's that's up for debate. Well, this but. this uh, this strike we've been talking about that this uh, not strike, but the, the COVID nineteen and yeah. the fact that the season is canceled. This hurts LeBron. I mean, yeah. Um, you know, these are these are minutes that he's not getting to put in, and games he's missing. You you don't get to add them on to the end of your career at the same level you were at in you know in 2020. Yeah, and this you is know, a good. So, this was a great chance for him to tack on another championship this year. I mean, I thought right. the NBA playoffs this season was probably like parity wise. It was going to be one of the best I think we've seen in, in years. Now that Golden State right. Warriors are out, obviously Durant went somewhere else, but yeah. It was yeah. it was going to be awesome, and I, the fact that that there's a I mean let's be honest it's probably not going to happen, but oh man I, I feel like we've been robbed. Uh, well, yeah, and and all those guys that are looking to to put numbers up for you know for this season they're they're not going to be very happy. You know the um, it, it's going to impact you know where their legacy ends up and things like that. You know yeah, I mean, what would happen if now you know if LeBron you know got an injury or something like that two or three years from now. He was so close to XYZ records. Yeah. And take those, you know, 60 games away from him and suddenly he'd have been there, you know. Yeah. That, that, that kind of thing would be awful. 
Yeah, it's definitely tough. So, I, okay, you've obviously Wonder Water uh, sports cards, comics, and games. You guys have been – how long have you guys been in business, just out of curiosity? We, we passed 31 years in March. 31 years. And you guys yeah. have been in that same area? You've been in Clearwater the whole time? or? Yeah, we've, we've – the, the main shop has moved uh, uh, one, two, three. So this is the fourth generation of the main store. We used to have uh, six locations for – more than 15 years, we had six wow. locations. Um, we ex started expanding uh, in the early 90s, um, and then you know baseball went on strike in 1994, and uh, all of our competition basically either either went out of business and owed me money, or <laughs> went out of business and I took over their store. Yeah, um, and so we we went to six stores. We bought a couple of people out um, over that period, and and uh, we ran it like that till about. 2007 i guess and at that point i saw i thought i didn't like the way the economy was going you know the end of the of the yeah. era there yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and, and and the economy started to look like it was in trouble and so we sold off we, well, we ended up getting eminent domain in one of our locations and then we sold off two of the locations uh and then we went down to three stores thought we would stick it at that uh and then i had one of my employees uh want to buy my Tampa store and I, he'd been with me for years. I couldn't like say no to him, you know? Yeah. I mean, so yeah, he was following, following his dream, you know, wanted to own a store. And then a friend of my father's bought our St. Pete store. And so we ended up with one store, which then over the next, those next three or four years, things were pretty rough in, in, in 2012, 2013, 2014, you know, yeah. there wasn't a lot going on in, in, in the industry and comics were coming up because because uh, the Marvel movies and oh, things yeah. started to inject some excitement into that. And so comics yeah. have, have been successful. Uh, but the sports cards thing was kind of flailing around. You had a few things happen, like 2015, Chris Bryant came in. That was kind of a little little help and stuff like that. But uh, but sports cards were pretty rough. So I was actually very happy that what we had done, uh, because all uh, five of the other locations just went away. Yeah. Sort of thing. They, all, they all closed up. and. Uh, only two of them ended up owing me money, so that wasn't, that wasn't, <laughs> too, wasn't too bad. Most of them, yeah. Me, but, um, but anyway, but so we were happy just running the one store, and we expanded it. We made it bigger. Um, we we added things, uh, and you know now certainly if you've been into into our shop, uh, and if you come in, recent or you know going forward here because of the expansions we're doing, you know it, it it's been great for us. We've been very happy, and uh, I, I like it a lot better uh, controlling everything. When I had six locations and thirteen employees, yeah, and yeah, yeah, six landlords, and you know, uh, headaches, and, and, and yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot more hassle then, so it's a lot more fun now, and the, and the industry is strong, so it, it makes things a lot easier to deal with. Yeah, the MCU obviously it got me back, and I mean, I, I, when I was young, I, I mean, I think everybody kind of had a comic book whenever you were younger, but I I did yeah. go, go through this phase where I wanted to read before before the next movie came out. I wanted to see what mm -hmm. was. Gonna, what happened oh, yeah. in the comics and see how yeah. they did it differently and all that stuff. And it, it was, the, it's the, pretty the awesome. Marvel movies and, and certainly, you know, DC keeps kind of flopping around with what they want to do with their movies. But, yeah. I wish they figured still, that out. Like, you know, the Batman movies were successful over the years and, and different things, but certainly the Marvel uh, universe movies, the Avengers stuff has just been phenomenal. And, and it's brought a lot of people into comic books and like the card business. If you look at the accelerated values of something like Avengers number one or, or yeah. Captain America, you know, first appearance and, and things like that. The values have skyrocketed. You know, first appearance of somebody like Harley Quinn and things like that, um, uh, you know, just through the roof. Yeah. So there's lots of interest in in that end of the collectibles, different from sports, and a completely different customer base. But we probably have more comic customers that come in. Yeah. Than we do sports cards, but the sports cards are so much more expensive. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. 
yeah, the, the money is 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 tilted uh, in, in regards to sports cards, but comic book business has been very strong for yeah. the last few years. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, we have like a media wall. Uh, it's mostly movies and, and DVDs and Blu-rays and all that stuff that I have, like yeah. over five hundred of them that we have, and it's now being pushed into the closet because it's it's we're building a nursery. Yes, uh, but yeah. uh, as far as comic books, I mean, we do have a couple shelves of comic books, and I, mm -hmm. one one thing that I've been really into is The Walking Dead. Yeah, I don't know. Have you have you dabbled the, the into Walking that? The Walking Dead has been a phenomenon. We actually we only have one customer. Yeah. that started started on Walking Dead number two. We got him like a fourth print or something of number one. Yeah, and, uh, and he started on his subscription on number two. He's still still with us, and they of course they've stopped the Walking Dead comic yeah. book series. Yeah, uh, but I love I love I've loved the show and it's had its good years and bad years oh, and yeah. else. And certainly it's not near what it was at its peak. Yeah, um, but uh, I had gotten a collection of. Uh, there was no number one in there, but it was two through seven. I think there was two number sixes in the collection and, and a uh, number 10 or 11 or something like that. And uh, we put them up on Facebook that we had them and they were gone within 24 hours. Yeah. Like, and they're, you know, none of them were cheap. They weren't crazy money. Number one is, is, is a lot of money, but uh, the other ones are actually fairly reasonable. Yeah. Uh, but they, they sold, you know, like I said, within 24 hours, they were gone. So. Yeah. I, I've loved the, that comic book series. And I, I obviously the show got me into the comics. It wasn't the other yeah. way around. The comics were out yeah. before the show. Most people, that's the case. Yeah. yeah. And, and to me, I think the comics are better than the show. I mean, the comics are, it's, it's pretty well, the crazy. Comics are different. Yeah for, yeah. for those that don't know, the comic book is not the same as the show. It has a lot of the same characters, but not all of the same characters. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, certain characters are just a little bit different. Certain characters uh, don't exist. Like Daryl is not in the comic. Book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you're if you're a big Daryl fan, then, then he's your guy. <laughs> well, now I don't. Who else are they going to be fans of? There's not much left, I think. Nowadays, yeah, if you're well, still spoiler alert, I don't want to ruin yeah, it for anybody. But alert, no, but there, he's not there. So yeah. you know, the, um, I'm trying to well, T Dog was uh, in the early uh, season of the, he, he doesn't exist. Yeah, things like that. So. Um, there's certain characters are kind of like amalgamations of, of other characters and things like that uh, that they put into the uh, into the comic book or, yeah. or into the uh, into the TV show. So that but, was uh, obviously the comic book series ended uh, a year or so ago. Yeah, and that that didn't make me very happy. I'm actually not, you know, I, I'm a huge Walking Dead fan, and now I'm not a very huge uh, uh, fan of the uh, of the writer who I won't mention. So oh yeah yeah yeah, All right, that's Rob, fair. That's Rob fair. Kirkman is. What he did there really pissed me off, and he pissed off a lot of comic book customers too because he just kind of ended everything. Yeah, his explanation for it was fine and, and this and that, but uh, very disappointing. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a pretty I don't know it was it was a pretty abrupt wrap up of uh, yeah. of something that was lasting for a very long time. Um, but right, I mean I, I'm still watching the shows. I don't know if anybody else is. We don't have to talk about the shows too much or anything. But th that the reason I brought up The Walking Dead is it's that's the probably the first comic book that I've been like anticipating a release of when I finally caught up. Cause I think I, I bought the first two compendiums. Yeah, sure. Read mm -hmm. through those and was like, all right, I want the next one. And I, it was I the first the one that one. I had caught, like actually kept awesome. up with. So that was pretty fun to do that. So. Well, and that's, that's, that's always the nice thing about comic books is, you know, there's that serial uh, nature to it. Just like your, your favorite TV show. Yeah. Too much today we get, you know, you binge watch. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're binge watching Ozark right oh, now. Oh my God. That show's so we're, good. We're, <laughs> we're three quarter way through uh, uh season three yeah so i'm like going oh well i mean we've watched for the last three weeks we've watched uh you know three seasons worth and now i'm gonna have to wait a year what i know i can't wait a year it's get, it's tough your mind? you know maybe two years with the way COVID is going and, and no movie studios are open yeah so, yeah um 
you know, and, and comic books was always, you know, like, like a weekly TV show, you know, you're, you were waiting for the next month to get it. And that was, that's part of the, the wonderfulness of comic books. Um, today's society, we're used to sitting down and, and just binge watching five yeah. seasons. It's uh, especially when you get into a show like like that, and, and on Netflix alone, it, it takes a lot of self control to say, "No, I'm going to stop here and and let's yeah. do something else." Oh, because they it's they literally in the give you and you're and you're going to push play again. Yeah, well, you don't. Luckily, you don't even have to. They, they give you two seconds to decide, and then it starts yeah. the next episode. <laughs> so I'm like, a little bar goes down. Dick, dick, it's insane. Dick, 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 you scramble for the remote to turn it off. Yeah, no, and Ozark, by the way, is. I, I'm I'm a big Jason Bateman fan, so I'll pretty much watch yeah. anything he makes. And this is yeah. so not what you'd expect from a Jason Bateman if you haven't seen the show. Oh. It's like yeah. there's yeah. not a lot Good of winning show. going on in the show. It's uh, pretty dark. <laughs> My wife won't even watch it. She doesn't even touch it. It's just too dark. No. But but I I don't know why yeah, I'm like addicted to it. She's we've, she's been very into it. So. Yeah yeah, and it's and I see I now see a lot of people were into um what was the uh, the one on AMC Breaking Bad. Breaking, a lot of Breaking people were back. into that. I never yeah. got into it really, and I was like, "Really?" I, I haven't watched it. No, yeah. it's on my list to do. Uh, it's one. It's one that I want to watch. But I, you know, normally I, I I don't like to watch shows that are too dark. And yet, yeah, Walking Dead, Walking Dead, and Ozark. Are like <laughs> on my list, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of people we'll were. A lot of people would push me to watch Breaking Bad, and I watched an episode, and I'm like, "Yeah, I don't really like it. I'm not going to get into it." And then, me, meanwhile, I'm in Ozark like all the way for some reason. I don't know what the difference is there. But so certain ones, I guess, grab you and, and yeah. grab you the right way. You keep going. That's awesome. Oh, and then as far as games, I know games is on your. What kind of games do you guys dabble in? Well, we we really only carry two main games now. We carry Pokemon cards and we carry Magic the Gathering. Nice. Um, okay. We, you know, those are the two biggest games in the on the planet. Um, Magic's been around from since the early '90s, and Pokemon obviously came into uh, in the late '90s. Uh, started to gain, didn't really gain big foothold in America until about '99. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, but so those are the two biggest games on the planet card games obviously yeah we uh and and we still we, we stopped doing single cards on them because it got to be too much of a hassle but we still carry all the new releases and and you know you get people coming in for what's new with that with yeah that kind of stuff all the time so we keep anywhere from probably uh eight, eight or so different ver you know most recent two or three years worth of, of both those products all the time and uh they're they're both still very popular yeah. Oh no, I still have. Well, I don't have my original card collection, but we, my wife and I, when we first got together, um, it, it had been. We're both passionate. We're both dorks. We, you know, we we watch all this stuff. We play all these games. But um, we, the Pokemon cards. We wanted. I, I had the idea to build a the original 150 uh, first editions, yeah. just first yeah. edition, cool. the whole cool. set. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Obviously, obviously. I hope you had your charge <laughs> no. before you got started. No, we don't have that, <laughs> no. and uh, and we may never. But um, as far as I mean, we got pretty. We're probably halfway, maybe a little over halfway. Uh, we have some hollows, yeah. but we certainly don't have. I don't think we have any of the big three. The you know the Venus or no. the Charizard, the, the Blastoise. We don't have any of those Blastoise, first edition. No. But uh, I haven't had a first edition one of either of those three in a long time. We, we've had uh, you know um, non. We we don't go out of our way, but when we see those ones come in, then we we do try to buy those. But yeah, first edition ones are tough. Um, but I mean, when we first started in it in in ninety eight, ninety nine kind of thing, I mean, you know, we had Charizard first editions in the store on a regular yeah. basis, and they were fifty, sixty bucks, and you know, it was pretty cool. And the regular base Charizard was twenty bucks. Yeah. Um, and uh, obviously, it's accelerated from there. And and yet, the market on Pokemon is way down. Yeah. But the market on certain things is just through the roof. I yeah. Mean, if you were smart enough to put a box of first edition. Pokemon away? I mean... Oh, my God. Yeah, that's insane. Well, what I have right... Yeah. I have in my collection... My wife bought it for my birthday probably four years ago, but it, it's a it's a sealed original Pokemon 
card pack. It's not first edition, but it's a sealed. It's got right. the Blastoise yeah. on it. It's original Pokemon yeah. pack, and it's yeah. just unopened. And and it just I'm holding on to it. I don't know what I'm. I'm probably never going to open it, but I don't know what to do I with have, it. Uh, well, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of market for the sealed wax. Um, yeah. Whether you're talking Pokemon cards, Magic cards, I have a customer that's uh, a good friend of mine that uh, he just acquired. We we started uh, Magic in the ninety. I want to say ninety four ish, you know, type of thing where we yeah. started getting into it really heavy. Um, you know, we had at that time we had four locations, I think. And uh, so we, we carried, um, uh, you know, revised edition was the, was the big magic card at the time. And I want to say they were three ninety nine a pack, like three bucks was retail or whatever. Yeah. And so they've gone up a little bit and then they were five bucks and then they were 10 bucks. And then I think we, we stopped carrying that particular edition around $15 a pack. He just said, you know what, it's just too expensive. Now I'm just not going to buy it back. My, my buddy, uh, he just bought a single pack oh boy. for $200 and was pleased as punch to get it. Like just yeah. absolutely beside himself happy to get one pack of something that we went through thousands of packs. Yeah, that's insane. And I mean, I, is he opening it or is he just holding on to it? A couple of them away. And I, I, didn't, I didn't say any. Yeah, is he opening it, or is, did he have like plans no, no. for it? Oh no, he. Oh, I was gonna oh, say. No. I was he gonna say. A whole right. collection of all these sealed packs, all these old ones. Yeah. I, I devised a new way for him to, to store them safely with a with a semi rigid and a sleeve. And, oh, that's cool. Oh, it's very elaborate. Very yeah. Elaborate. No, that's cool. Yeah, I should. I need to find a way to store this this pack because right now it's in like I, I can, it's in the I back can, of a binder. So yeah. yeah, I can set you up. No problem. Awesome. I can give you exactly what he has. It, it only ran them, uh, you know, maybe a dollar a piece type of thing. Okay, that's that's awesome. Oh, I do, I do actually have some cards. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take over to you eventually once, uh, once this, well, maybe once this settles down. But I could do that ever. But for grading, I do have some, uh, some stuff I'd like well, to get graded. But we, we just, we just sent in a batch for grading this past week. Okay. Um, we were, we were waiting for Beckett to open back up again. Yeah. Um, so with PSA, we submit about every three or four weeks. Uh, with Beckett, it's about every other month. Um, and so. Uh, you know, you can you can bring the cards in at any time, and you just hold them. They just they just yeah, they go in our cage, and then they just wait until the group forms, and, and they go out. So it doesn't awesome. really matter when you when you bring them in. So. Okay, cool. Well, well, I mean that's a, obviously a little personal for me. I got some stuff I want to bring it to you, but whatever. Uh, well. b- before I let you go, obviously I appreciate you hanging out with me, and uh, I just want to know a little more about you personally. So as far as fandom, are, do you have a personal collection of cards? I, I, I would think you would, uh, actually, right? Somebody asked me that earlier today, and uh, we were talking about it. And I have, I have, I like the Hulk, uh, and I like Superman. Okay, you know, Superman's my guy, right? So nice. Uh, that's my Marvel and my DC side, and then um, so I have various Hulk and Superman. Um, mostly, I have a lot of Hulk toys because all of my employees over the years knew I liked the Hulk. So whatever the new action figure was, yeah, for something for the boss for Christmas, so they they would buy me Hulk toys. So I have lots of Hulk toys. But I have, I have certain Hulk comic books and Fantastic Four I really liked, uh, and Superman. Those were my my nice. main big guys. And then uh, obviously I'm a, I'm a big hockey fan. You know, the All Star hat on here. Um, and uh, Gretzky was my guy growing up. Yeah. You know, uh, when I was in the fourth grade, I got my Edmonton Oilers jersey. Um, you know, with '99 on the back, and I was so happy. You know, uh, to get that for Christmas the one year. But uh, so so I've got. I've Got a decent amount of, uh, of of Gretzky's in my collection. Not a yeah. huge amount, but but a decent amount of, of expensive ones. Um, and so that's that's kind of my collection. I, I used to have about twenty five boxes of comic books in my room, and I used to have uh, four or five five thousand count boxes of cards in my room. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've whittled that down over the last few years because I'm like, 
I have 4,000 square feet full of this stuff. What do I need to have this at home for? You? Yeah, no, I get that. Uh, so I, I've sold off a lot of things over the over the last few years, um, but I've kept a few things like that. And I right. probably always will. So yeah, real I quick, like. are you a Marvel or a DC guy? If you had to choose, one had to disappear. Oh, I'm I'm pro I'm definitely a Marvel guy. Uh, I'm, Superman is my character, but yeah. but Hulk and Hulk and the Avengers, I mean, that's definitely that's more. see that's the thing is yeah, like Spider Man, I, you know, I, I, that's that's my stuff. I'm probably out of all my friends the one who sides with DC the most. Like I want them to be so much better. Like like in oh, the movies so wise, I. I want them to yeah. be so much better. I wish that that they could just look at the MCU right now and just be like, okay, let's figure this out. But I don't know they, what's they, going on over they there. They have so many opportunities to copy exactly what those guys yes. are doing. Yes. Oh, and my I don't God. Know, and every time you think they're going in the right direction, they mess it up. But, like, I've enjoyed the DC movies because, like I said, Superman's my guy. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I haven't hated the Superman movies. I've, I've enjoyed them quite a bit. I own them all on DVD. Yeah. And whatever, so. Yeah. And I will say they're um, animated movies. DC animated movies are second oh, to none. They're, they're insane. Yeah. They're awesome. Yeah, DC animated is some of the best stuff out there. If, yeah. Uh, you know, people get... Uh, you know, frown upon uh, cartoons, but no, no, those are, well done. these are these yeah. are no, they're very well done. Yeah, they're de they're awesome. I have I have of pretty much I wouldn't say every one that came out. Some of them I skipped over because I wound up watching and I was like, I probably don't need to own that one. But <laughs> I may be one of the last people on the planet that's like buying movies new still, like like a schmuck. But uh, I I have this movie collection, and my dream had always been to just to have an entire wall of just right. movies. But by the yep. time I finish this collection, we won't even. People look at this and not even know what it is. They'll be like, "What is this circular frisbee?" Like, you know what I mean? They'll be all digital, and uh, that's kind of what it's turning into now. But yeah, yeah, when you can just put on Disney Plus and 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 watch all the Marvel movies. I mean, yeah. what do you need the DVD for? But you know, I I, I, I like you. I like to collect things. Like, yeah. Everybody said years ago that comic books would become digital only, and that people would be reading them on their iPad. There wouldn't be any more printed comic books. Yeah. It hasn't turned out that way, and because people still have an attachment to that to that item yes you know? yeah uh you know i don't know what what god's decided you know like that the, the, the trading card that's this big not the one that's a little bit taller or shorter yeah. or smaller this one that's the one that people are going to want and in people want their comic books to read they, they'd like to have it in their hands you yeah know? and doing this on your ipad it's not the same no it's no. definitely not the same so i agree not, with that. not to mention you don't own anything like you know if the service is over it just crashes you can't watch anything yeah you're done yeah, yeah right yeah, so I get that, um, and that's and what I I collected video games, and I still I still do, but I don't I, not as aggressively as I did. I would hit thrift stores, and I and before uh, through the thrift shop song came out by Macklemore, uh, it was safe to do that, and that song kind of yeah. ruined it for everybody. But um, but no, I, I I had a I have a pretty large collection, and that is also something that I I had on display, but I don't have it anymore. But a lot of video games. Um, that I used to collect too, but I just, I don't, people are saying that's going to go digital now too. A lot of people are buying digital games, but the fact that you can't trade those in, you know what I mean? Right. Like you get no trade in my, value my and stuff son, like that. That's what, yeah, he does a lot of PC gaming. So all yeah. of his are downloads, you know, and, and they're on his, his PC and, and if his, if his computer were to go, yeah. you know, he, he, so you'd have to re-download them all or whatever, or, or, or just live streaming games. The game's not even on your system. You just yeah. are paying licensing fee, you know, to, for access to it. Um, you know, I have another customer friend of mine that that's what he does. He goes around look, looking for old video games and he makes a ton on eBay. So, yeah. you know, collectible old video games. Yeah. So there's, there's a collectible avenue in there too, that people just want that, you know, they want the whole package they want the, the box and, and, and everything in it. Yeah. It's got the 
construction book and all that stuff. Yeah, I feel like I would be making money, and that was how I spun it to my wife. Is like, no, I'm gonna flip this. This is valuable, and it's still sitting. It's still sitting. Like, I don't know when yeah. I'm gonna sell it, but I have it, lots of stuff just like that sitting it's, around. So I like it. It's my stuff, but no, I can't I've, get rid of it because it's my <laughs> stuff and or. You know, hey, this is worth money. We're not throwing it away. Yeah, you know? yeah. But again, you know, she'll she's she's also bought into that too. So like, there she's got out of my collection, she's got her stuff. You know what I mean? Like, she's like, this right. is this sure. is not going to go anywhere. So I'm like, if my, that's... my wife has her box of comics too. Yeah, I made her, I made her thin it out the other night. We where I was like, yeah, we have too many boxes here. Yeah. Just thin a few things out, take a few things to the store, and get rid of them. That's tough. Okay, so so NFL wise, <laughs> you you said you're are you a Bucks fan? Is that? Uh... Yeah, yeah. I've been a Bucks fan. I mean, I've. Uh, I probably watched the least amount of football in the last few years, um, but uh, I, I've I've been a pretty strong football fan and Bucks fan since I moved to Florida. So, so. you've you've heard what's happening over here, right? It's like uh, there's a couple guys the whole, coming from the another, whole, uh, yeah. yeah, a couple quarter, a quarterback and a t- tight end maybe that you might have recognized. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I, they, I hear they're all right, but I I don't know. To me, it's going to be an interesting experiment. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I, I know that they're both very good. One hasn't played football in over a year, but whatever. But it's, and, well, and you know, certainly uh, neither one are any younger. It's, no, it's, I mean, there's plenty of, of negative possibilities there. But I, I, I like, I like their chance. If you look at the Buccaneers last year, yeah, they, you know, you, I, 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 I hate to lay it all on Winston's <laughs> feet, but, but if you take away a few of his mistakes, a few, yes, then they're 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 probably a playoff team. You know, like obviously there was the kick with the Giants game that wasn't his fault, and yeah. things like that. But there wasn't that many plays, you know, that weren't attributed to him. That you, if you said if you if you have a smarter quarterback, which uh, Mr. Brady apparently yeah. should be, you know, should all be things considered should be, uh, then you you win some of those games and suddenly you're a playoff team. So I like their chances because they've obviously made some really nice upgrades in the draft. Yeah, uh, you you add you add Gronk and, and Tom there, and suddenly you, you, they should be a playoff team, no question. And if if you were a, a betting man, I don't think you want to go up against them in the playoffs. Oh, probably not. But I, yeah, as a yeah. Packers, I'm a, I'm a Packers fan, so I mean, mm-hmm. it's just when we ran the, the 49ers just crushed us all up and down last. It wasn't just the playoffs, right. but in, every time we played them in the in the season, and we have them again. I think on this season, uh, Garoppolo's been really good. I mean, yeah, 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 and their defense is insane. So it's yeah. yeah. And watching the NFL draft, and this is all just personal, my me just riffing at this point, but the NFL draft, watching it as a Packers fan and wondering why a quarterback got picked, it, it was very confusing. The whole draft was just very confusing for me. Uh, and I understand, yeah. I guess I understand why. I just, I, I don't, I just, I didn't think it could happen to Rodgers at this, I don't know. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting how different teams tackle drafts and what they think their needs are and stuff. And sometimes you look and go, yep, look at that team. They just did exactly what they needed and they got, they addressed all their concerns. Yeah. And then other times you just go, who in the heck is paying these guys? Cause they are moronic. Yeah. And, and you know what? I'm just a fan uh, years from now down the line, it, you know, it could turn out. I mean, I, I don't, I don't doubt why they picked them i just am confused it just kind of it just shocked a lot of people i've come to accept it and i'll just we're just gonna wait i think at this there, point there's always somebody in the draft that does something that you're just shaking your head at it yeah you know sometimes it works out sometimes not so much yeah i just you didn't know, think the guys it, that i didn't guys in the Patriots organization that took this tom brady kid uh yeah 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 you know, t- in the fifth round or whatever he so, turned out all right yeah. i guess what who's this guy yeah. <laughs> yeah. awesome well i appreciate you talking to me perry solomon of wonderwater Sports cards, comics, and games in Clearwater. If you are in the area or if you are not in the area, well, and there's not a pandemic going on, feel free to come down to Clearwater and check this place out. 
that that'd be great. We we are fully <laughs> back to fully open. Uh, okay, we, we're, we're there uh, Wednesday to Friday, like noon to seven. Uh, Saturday ten to five. Sunday twelve to five. We switched over to our summer schedule, so we're closed Mondays and Tuesdays now. Um, normally, we don't do that till after Memorial Day, but the way things worked out, yeah. with COVID and everything, we just said, "Well, we're just going to do this early." Uh, so we are closed Mondays and Tuesdays. Uh, so don't don't show off that. But okay, uh, otherwise, yeah, that's uh, fair. You know. Do we're it there, uh, and uh, we're you, you can back to come in the store and shop and everything else. So okay, uh, assuming Knockwood that everything keeps advancing in a positive way for for all of this and for, yeah. for Florida, absolutely uh, back to business as usual. Yes, let's uh, let's hope this all clears up uh, soon enough. I don't know when or how, but it's going to happen eventually, right? I mean, I think it's got to. So uh, yes, yeah. I, it has to. <laughs> There's way too many things at stake right now for yeah people to uh you know keep going in this met this madness that we've been doing so awesome well perry i appreciate you jumping on with me and uh kind of Thank clearing you. up the state of the, of the sports card industry and uh amongst other things but uh appreciate you talking to me and uh we look Great. forward to seeing you here soon in the future oh yeah come on in the shop and hey look forward to doing this maybe again sometime soon awesome for sure man 